Hey, 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 welcome to Thick and Fabulous. I am your host, Chantella Whitfield. Thick and Fabulous is a safe place for women to talk, cry, laugh, vent, and be informed about the things that affect our daily lives that we tend to put on the back burner or are too embarrassed to talk about. We talk, celebrate, and offer support in all the joys and challenges associated with women's health, especially women of color in our 40s and older. We have a good, good girlfriend conversations in a judgment-free zone to discuss everything from dating and divorce, menopause, and balling on a budget, honey all while trying to live a happy, healthy life. And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on WLXU 93.9 FM. I am so excited to do this show, um, but I'm excited about them all, but mostly this one. Because it's really, really close to my heart. We're talking about motherhood. And we are joined by Dula, uh, Tiffany Elamine, and uh, mother extraordinaire, Tara Luggett. <laughs> How y'all doing? Hey. So hey. If, you, if you just joined us, we are um, right now on the subject of birthing methods. So Tiffany, I want to ask you, um, yes. We have all these methods, vaginal, um, water births, uh, VBAC. Tell us about it. Come on. Give us your doula, um, <laughs> your doula wisdom. You know, I had a similar story um, to hers. You know, I have one child and I was 21, actually 20 when I was pregnant and I didn't know anything. And I didn't have no support. I didn't know nothing about no medical card. I didn't know about EBT. I didn't know about the resources. I just knew I was pregnant and I was supposed to go to the health department. And, and that's what I did. And um, I struggled through labor. I hollered, I screamed. I wanted to do it natural, but didn't know what that meant. Um, I stressed out. So if I stressed out, baby stressed out. Yes. And um, so I had emergency C-section with Michaela and I didn't get to experience a lot of the things that looking back now I'm like dang I didn't get these pictures I didn't do this I didn't do that so my experience you know now I'm a single mom at the time and you know and I'm living with my daughter and there's other single mamas who are pregnant who are miscarrying who are struggling with me and I'm realizing like I could be like you know I could help you know let me just be there you know you need me cook a meal while you take care of your baby you know what I'm saying like I'm going to Kroger you need to go to Kroger's too. You know, I already got my medical card. I bet you, let me help you do this. And it became like, um, just, it was just the thing I did. Doula was not a word. I would just be mm -hmm. people's friend. And people were like, you should call Tiff to be up there with you. She knows the ins and outs. She's been in the hospital before, you know, working. You know, I was a nurse care tech at UK. And I just, just had common knowledge, you know, and, and it just kind of flowed to me being a part of birth plans and, helping hold the leg and taking pictures and but you know it, it became a, a more than a hobby you know at first it was just hospital births your normal vaginal birth most moms have epidurals there wasn't a lot of natural things happening 
you know, I was really there to be an emotional support system. You know, um, if you don't know nothing about doula, the first thing is like emotional support. But I didn't think about it as a job. I just thought about it like when I was in this position, I needed somebody to coach me and tell me it was going to be okay. Like mm-hmm. I'm scared. I, I don't care if you had four kids or this is your first, you're scared. You need somebody who isn't attached to you to say it's going to be okay. Dads are going to freak, you know, like she said. Mm-hmm dads don't know everything something's beeping what is that he's freaking out mom's freaking out having somebody to hold that balance was key and I'm like babies is coming through you know and I'm feeling them like I'm very holistic I'm very spiritual and so I'm feeling like I'll wake up and be like somebody's pregnant 30 days somebody's gonna tell me they're pregnant you know and it would happen and we'll talk about births and some births you know they had to have c-section I've been behind there with them, had the daddy band on with some moms who didn't have support and then part C-sections and had beautiful babies. Mom was happy with their uh, postpartum and loved C-sections. Epidural moms and natural moms. It really depends on the person. People know Mm -hmm. pain tolerances and they know what they can handle before they become stressed out. And if that means getting the epidural and that's part of the plan, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have to push this baby out. Um, So, you know, when I now being 11 years later and I've done a a virtual birth, I've been a part of a water birth, I've done home births, um, C-sections and uh, vaginal births, medicated and non-medicated at the hospital. I've seen pretty much almost everything. Um, I feel like it depends on the mom. I don't have a, a preference on a birthing skill. Now, the birthing technique of home birth in your crib, laboring, in your world, I've seen more successes of no tearing, um, quicker back on their feet, milk supply coming in like that. Um, this one mom, she slept through it all. She cleaned up her house. You know, it's just a mental thing. And some moms need the mental security of being inside the hospital, and they have just as good of a rate of having um, no episiotomy and you know, no issues and getting out the hospital in a day, you know, it just depends. But the natural way is, you know, pretty amazing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it really is. It's amazing to be a part of. Uh, I, it's it's, it's oh. dope. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to like not blow it up out the water. But <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. And just to see. It's like having Vivian without medication was the most, I don't, I don't even, it was like a really spiritual experience. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like you actually feel, it's like you're mindful of what your body's doing. Like, you know, you know, it's bringing your baby down and you know, like your body is doing exactly what God intended it to do to create this child. And it happens and it's just amazing. I I believe you. I I never, I haven't experienced it because, you know, you know, like Tara said, when I, when I had, when I got pregnant with Devin, it was an automatic, like, yo, you're going to have to do a C-section again. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. But, you know, I did not know there were other options or that I could have a VBAP. Nobody told me it wasn't even offered. It was automatic look in your chart hey guess what this is what you're gonna do Mm -hmm. right I think it's like thing that that's being suggested there's still hospitals within a 30 minute radius of Lexington that will not allow VBAC wow oh yeah yeah there's some private OBs that will not do VBAC either they're dead against it 
Wow. Yeah. And then there's people who will say you can do it, but as you get closer, they set up barriers. Like they'll be like, let's do an ultrasound, see how big the baby is. Oh no, you can't do it because of this. You can't do it because of that. It's like a whole thing. Like there are people who say that they'll be okay with you doing it, but then at the end, try and switch it up. It's still something you got to fight for a lot of times. One thing I like about being a, a doula is being an advocate because if me and my mom talk about a plan, unless it is an emergency, a medical emergency, it is what it is. And if they can't, I have moved mom at 37 weeks to a new midwife. Like, no, nah, we not. And you're causing her stress, which is going to cause some of the things that you're swearing she's going through already. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I, it, it irritates me. So I want to, I want to huh? ask this question because you both are bringing it up and I'm sure most people don't know or have a question about it. Um, what is the difference between a doula and a midwife? So or are the midwife. terms interchangeable? No, they're not. Oh, no. So, okay. um, yeah, <laughs> a midwife is, it's almost the difference between like a nurse care tech and a registered nurse RN. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Midwife is went to college. She has a degree. Um, a doula is a certification. And actually doula, doula certifications just became about like in the like mid 2000s and uh and it was more so we have documentation that we're just not a friend who says oh we're your birth support person like no we've taken training we know what to do every doula has a different practice um I like hypnobirthing I don't label it hypnobirthing it's really just a practice of affirmations and manifestations of what you want to do with your birth um and de-stressing throughout your pregnancy but every has their own thing but midwives is very medical and we're very holistic and the best way is to have a good team uh because if you have both pieces then you know that your mind body and soul is going to be taken care of during your your pregnancy and your labor and postpartum postpartum go ahead i can think the highlight the main difference between a midwife and a doula is when i got to the hospital with when i was in labor with vivian i was like 10 and plus two like she was like falling out of me and the nurses there were talking about, we got to get you an IV line in. And the midwife was explaining to me, like the medical side of why we need that. And the doula, my doula looked at me and she said, you've been drinking water. If you don't want this, just say no. And I was like, no. Yeah. And everybody just walked away. So it's like informing you of your rights when energy is so high and it's like mm-hmm. wow. too much. Yeah. I mean, was I really to like, stop a doctor in the middle of trying to cut an umbilical cord that we strategically said that we wanted that core clamp to at least wait 15 minutes and to naturally let the placenta be birthed. If not, they rush in there and they start to cutting and pulling and putting vitamin K and I's and all that other stuff. And a lot of times you literally have, everybody else is crazy. Like she said, you literally as a doula have to say no. Like I come in with a folder with the birth plan and everything, but they have it, I have it. So there's no, you know, there's no issues. But yeah, we have right. to see the, the, the hammer. I to labor, I mean, not early, early, but I was 38 weeks in a couple of days. So my midwife practice did not have my birth plan on file yet. I had just turned it in at my appointment that day, but my oh. doula had it. So and I gave birth, she took pictures and everything. And I don't know what was said, but I know that I was holding my baby for like two hours before they even got the baby's weight. <laughs> like she was oh, just wow. like, yeah, leave her. 
because she already knew what my birth plan was. They didn't know. They would have just done the standard procedures, but I didn't have to worry about stuff like that. She just handled everything. So mm-hmm. I want to back up real quick um, because, like like I said, I'm a little older than y'all. Um, a birth plan. Let's talk about that for these new mamas or that's coming up or older ones like myself. Uh Let's talk about a birth plan. What exactly is a birth plan? Because I never had one. It was just, I'm going to carry this baby for nine months and I'm going to push it out at this hospital with this, with this doctor. It's basically um, a plan for what you do when you're in labor. Like it can be as detailed or as not detailed as you want. For me with Vivian, mine was extremely detailed because I had a plan for my VBAC. And then I also had a plan, if this goes wrong, I want this to happen. If this happens, I want this to happen. And if I do end up, worst case scenario, with a scheduled C, with a, another C-section, this is how I want this C-section to go. So mine was like, long, like, don't play me. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't ask look at the form. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, but I mean, your, what music you want to listen to. I wanted, I had the certain playlist I wanted to play when I was laboring, what I wanted to play when I was giving birth. I want, I wanted the lights dimmed. I, um, I did not want students in the room unless I changed my mind and said I wanted some in there. I just, um, after I gave birth, I want baby straight to me. I wanted delayed cord clamping. I wanted all these things that I don't want people bombarding me with questions while I'm in labor giving birth. So it just keeps them from having to even ask. This is amazing. Like I have, you have options. It's good to know that you have options that you don't have to do exactly what, what you've been told to do, you know, from like my mom, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Like, no, there's a different way to do that because I, I, music and all that was never an option for me. It was just, this is what's going to happen. You're going to walk up and down until these contractions keep coming and then we're going to hook you up. This this is mind blowing for me. I mean, oh. I was gonna say from the doula side of it, yeah, I have it for emergency. I have a lot of uh, moms who like to travel, and you know, I just for me, if they have this birth plan, they take it with them. They have it with them, and if something happens, whether they be in a car, I had a mom who was in a car accident, and she did not want to. You know, she had things in emergency room. That's not labor and delivery. And before some hospitals will take you to triage, they're going to ask you a thousand questions and try to pick mm-hmm. it on you, you know? Um, and I send mine through email. We have email, you know, confirmation of the birth plans and such. But, you know, I just need everybody to always know if she can't speak for herself, this paper advocates for her if I can't be there. Like it's, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like she's right. You know, there's like, we talk about how you want to labor. What's your mood? What vibe do you want to have? So we can have a successful birth. You know, you want some lavender, you want your massage oils, like what do you need? But there's also a part of that that's like, what are you allergic to? Are you got hypothyroidism? Are you diabetic? Um, hip pain, shoulder, you know, things that we talk about through while I kind of build it from the first time I interview the mom. And at the end of the day, when we put it all together when she's about 36, 37 weeks, and then like she said, it goes to labor and delivery. But I mean, it's like we talk about the birth plan, we know it may go astray. Um, but a lot of moms need that for security. So they know that everybody explicitly knows how they want their birth. And also it's documentation, you know, Mm -hmm. like if they mess up, all y'all had a copy of this. If you gave my baby an immunization that I said I clearly didn't want and I wrote it down and y'all had it. Yeah. I got a lawsuit. That's my documentation. What do you mean? Wow. 
And this is that like the process of coming up with a birth plan was really educational for me because mm-hmm. it was kind of like the doula I hired kind of gave me like a format for it. And I found some formats online and there were things that I did not even know were a choice that, yeah, it's a choice. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I, I, so that was really great. I'm sorry. I'll be talking too much. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. You are great. You are great. Actually, we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back and pick this up because I'm over here like, I could have had choices. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we are going to take a little break and give our sponsors some love. Um, Join us back here at Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on WLXU 93.9 FM. (laughs) 